A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. With Hopin, the act of bringing people together has been revolutionized. From a small meeting to an annual conference, the easy-to-use Hopin digital platform lets everyone enjoy your event from wherever they are. Visit hopin.com to learn more and get started. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. We always talk about gifts. We always talk about passions. If you have a gift, lead with it. And don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My guest, a longtime friend, powerhouse and real estate broker and designer, Egypt Sherrod, and her husband. He's new in my life, like I've stated. Builder Mike Jackson. They're based in Atlanta. If you can be a dreamer and you want to dream about it, your home, your fantasy, your, your place that you want to rest your head and your family. Think about it. Egypt will design it and Mike will build it. That's a slogan. Not mine. That's theirs. They know plenty about juggling the booming property business, pleasing clients, managing their home and raising three daughters. And they are beautiful daughters. So precious, especially the, the, the young one. When he has, when you have this one scene when he's walking around with a pamper on his head, you're going to love him. <laughs> they make it look effortless and fun in their new HGTV series, Marriage to Real Estate, available to stream on Discovery+. Plus. You can also catch Egypt and Mike as guest judges in the last season of HGTV's mega hit home renovation competition series. Rock the Block, where you see four competing teams. You can also stream Egypt's previous show because you know she's been out there. Mike's the new one, you know she's she's bringing him into the into the fold, bringing this little handsome behind. You know she you know handsome behind up here. Now you see why she's happy all the time. Now Discovery Plus, we're looking at the new renovating king and queen, king and queen of HGTV Uh, and Discovery Plus. We do, we claim it. Thank you, Rashawn. We appreciate that love, Mm -hmm. Um, and and you are absolutely right. 
I've been around. You and I, we know each other quite well. Absolutely. Uh, and- but it's a good, but it's, you know, some each, it's a good being around because all the time yeah. I've always seen, first of all, your personality has been positive. And one thing I've loved about her, Mike, is that, you know, opportunities, she's not, she's fearless. Because that's what a lot of mm-hmm. people do because met her in radio. And so when some people start saying, I want to do something else, they can get so locked in and comfortable, they don't do it. And so and so so many different levels. And so and that was in, that was that was urban radio that she was in. OK. Mm-hmm. And then she came to now she's coming into another area of um, I want to say just there's not we don't see many black people. We don't see many people of color. Like you too. That's why it's so refreshing to see that. Mm-hmm. And I like to believe this is something we're going to see on a regular basis. But in seeing the yeah. first two episodes of your new series, Marriage to Real Estate, which, like we said, is on Discovery Plus, uh, I found a family environment that I was engaged with. But more importantly, mm-hmm. this is what y'all do. I never questioned that you guys were a prop. I never quite, you know what I'm saying? Then that's what can happen, you know? Yeah. They get a cute couple like you guys. You got the cute little children, you know? They say, y'all be a great TV show. It's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> this is what y'all do. But each, I have to go back to this because, you know, this is, I call this my masterclass series because you're talking about people in a market now. We all know it's hard to get a home out there nowadays, okay? It is. It's, 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 it's sometimes 30 people waiting on the same building. And trying yeah. to call their home. How did y'all? How did y'all able? How were y'all able to do a series in this type of real estate boom where homes are scarce and people are trying to make a decision on different properties while you're doing the show? Yeah. So, Rashawn, you you know I'm a real estate broker. It's what I've done for you know 20 years, and that also means that I've lived through and strived through and grew through every real estate environment, you know, when the bubble burst and, you know, people were losing their houses Mm -hmm. and needed to be saved uh, with short, you know, from foreclosures with short sales. I coached them through it and helped clients through that. Now we're in an environment where first time home buyers are being edged out completely. Even experienced home buyers are like one of 30 different offers and listings are going for 50, 60, 70,000 over asking price. I mean, it's It's crazy out here Mm -hmm. right now, but I think that this is what I've been built for, if that makes sense. All these years of working through, living through, existing through, buying through, renovating Mm -hmm. through in our own lives has prepared us for this moment where we can uh, help our clients through. And there, if I, if I told you the hows, then I would be, (laughs) I would be giving away all my tricks of the trade um, when I go up against other offers. So I, I won't go there, but I, what I will say is, Stay encouraged. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the market to buy a home, make sure all real estate agents were not created equal. Right. right. <laughs> they were not. You, you take a you take a class, you get a license if you pass the test. But what you want is a seasoned, experienced, shown and proven mm-hmm. real estate professional who can coach you and come up with a strategy to help you, you know, get successfully to the finish line. Right. Great. Yeah. Now, Mike, you know, when I Google Egypt, you know, a lot of things pop up. Pictures, photos, she's posing this way, posing this way. <laughs> television show, television show, you know, extensive background in the entertainment. You is business, or I just see a a reference to a business. Give us a little background on your journey into a home building or or, or, or renovations and uh, in this market. And so we can get a a sense of your culture and your expertise. Definitely, definitely. So I've been in construction, I want to say, since I was a kid. You know, I started with my uncle and my grandfather. They had a construction company and they would always bring me along. Um, 
future forward, I started with the local 28 trade in New York City, where I was a journeyman for um, sheet metal work. Right. And then I transitioned into owning my own company, which is Jackson Draper Renovations, where we pretty much do it all. Carpentry, plumbing, electricity, um, you know, exterior work, all of the above. It's myself and my uncle, my partner, which is um, you'll see him on the show as well. His name is Mark. Absolutely. And I this is what I do. You know, my wife and I were teaming up, which you'll see in the show where we're trying to merge, merge the yeah. two businesses under one umbrella, mm-hmm. you know, bring real estate construction design. Yeah. One, one design house, shop. one design house, but you gotta wait, you gotta tell Rashawn, Rashawn, I, I don't think he knows the full story that that's how we met. It is how we met. Yes. You <laughs> Thank know, you. Um, Thank you. Egypt. Sh- Help this brother out. Like you do on the show anyway. <laughs> He's new. It's not that I was trying not to take up too much of the time. Really? I, I said, this is a masterclass. We're teaching. We're educating people it. about this beautiful it. couple. Here's what was on my mind is why I didn't want to talk too much about me because I wanted to piggyback off of the discussion you brought up in the beginning. Mm-hmm. As far as her not being fearless, she's mm-hmm. beyond not fearless. She's also selfless. Yes, yes. She's the type to where she doesn't worry about what everyone else is going to think despite of what's cool or despite what's hot at the moment, she's going to do what's going to make sense for her and what is going to be successful for those around her, meaning family. It's not about the business or the hype of the business. It's about, okay, what's smart for the moment and what's going to make sense in the future. So that's what I wanted to touch on. That's why I didn't go to first much into me. I think I'll keep you. Thank you. Oh, Uh, (laughs) So, but yes, we met Thank in you. our early stages. I was actually DJing, and I still do periodically we were around both the world. Radio DJ. <laughs> you know? That's what I was going to tell you. So, when I met you, I was a radio DJ. He was right. a radio DJ. I was okay. DJing worldwide. You know, we met in three separate incidents, but one of them took us back to where I ended up on a rooftop with her because she had her foot in her <laughs> I was hole, stuck in a roof. You know, trying to do things herself. I gotta tell the story. Can I tell the story, please? Can I tell it? I showed up. Rashawn. Okay. Okay. Rashawn. Okay. 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 So... So I was flipping houses in Newark, New Jersey while I was a radio personality uh-huh. in New York City, mm-hmm. right? And... Uh, I'm a Scorpio, and I, what that kind of means is if you back me into a corner, my stinger comes up. And that <laughs> sometimes goes over well, but not always over, <laughs> over well in business. And so what happened was all my contractors walked off the job. Wow. Because I, I, I came off way hard. It's hard to be a woman working yes. in construction as well. You know, men don't always take that well. And so when you, you kind of come well, up. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Like, also, in that part of the country, I'm just it's really <laughs> chauvinistic. Well, this I can tell you for a fact. I've lived in New York. I've lived all this country. Yeah. It gets really yeah. chauvinistic in that northeast part of the country, especially at Jersey area. It mm-hmm. does. So, so I, they walked off the job, and I later found myself trying to tar a hole in the roof by myself. Right. And, wow. Uh, I, I, I fell through the roof, and in that moment, I realized I needed some help. I called my mentor at the time, who referred him. Okay. This guy. Okay. And when he he pulled up, I'm like, "What are you doing here? You're a DJ." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Rocking rooftop, baby. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm a moonwalk all over this rooftop, baby. <laughs> Rock your world. I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was really also a businessman, mm-hmm. and you know, he was a contractor, and you know that that DJing was a facet of what right. he did, but it wasn't mm-hmm. all that all of who he was. And we kind of fell in love over that renovation. You saved my life. Absolutely, <laughs> you saved her shoe for sure. You saved her shoe for sure. 
That's for sure. <laughs> we got that for sure. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing about, and I shouldn't even say interesting, is that, you know, I, I tell everybody and when I look at television now, television is so fun for a person of color to me now because I see mm. us on television on oh, love yeah. stories. Uh, mm-hmm. I see us in commercials, interracial commercials. All it's, it's all kind of things that really make you feel comfortable when you turn on the TV and make you comfortable when you walk in the street. Here. Okay, I guess you, we cool now in a way because you can see yeah. me banking, me dating, me having uh, my, my Santa Claus is black, all that good stuff. And so our president was black. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so not vice president is black. So you know, stuff becomes a little normal. We know it's not all normal. But in watching the show um, and seeing you guys, what do you think is the most magical thing about you as a couple on TV, talking to people, encouraging them, making life decisions, and then showing them that this is the best opportunity to move their life forward? Sometimes as a couple, and sometimes as a family. Mm-hmm. I think that for us, we, we have these conversations often, right? Mm-hmm. Because as a black family, um, you know, on national television, where you're not just talking to an African-American audience, yes. you know, questions come up even in advisory, if you know what I mean. Yes. You, you're, you're an advisor as well, Rashawn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in advisory, it's, you know, what do we need to change anything to appeal to the masses? Mm-hmm. And I think for us, the blessing in this entire experience is no one has asked us to change a thing. Like I was on the Today Show this morning in dreadlocks. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, well, you better not call them dreadlocks. They're, they're goddess locks. Goddess locks. They're goddess, goddess locks. Don't let, don't I, let the ladies come yeah, for you. But no, think, like Monday, <laughs> I, when I think about it, like Monday, I shot a commercial, a commercial for the international, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm a blah, 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 blah. I shot a commercial for the intercontinental exchange for right. ice mm-hmm. stock market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no one asked me to tone down anything, like yes. no attitude, no blackness, no nothing. Yes, mm-hmm. On our show, that's very much who we are. And our next Network HGTV loves it. Yes, <laughs> like we yes, want we yes. want y'all just as you are. Yeah. I think that that is a blessing in it. And just mm-hmm. this whole experience, our show, the mm-hmm. idea that you know we are a black family, successful. Mm-hmm. You know we have beautiful children who um, are sweet, who are yep. educated. We're together. We mm-hmm. you know we're married. We don't have a a broken home, which is what people stereotypically yes. expect. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't fight. There's no drama or gossip out there about us and, you know, cheating and all this nonsense. We, people kind of expect yeah. that when they see African-American families on TV, that there's going to come a whole bag of tricks with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the blessing in this experience, not only that we get to do it together, is that there is no drama. And mm-hmm. so we're showing we can do it, too. We are doing it, too. We've always been here. Mm-hmm. Thank God you're just noticing it. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> he, 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 Mike, I want to say this, Mike. Mike, she kind of sets, she tries to set you up a couple of times, you know, when she comes in the room, <laughs> asks you, how does yeah, this was, look, baby? How does this look, here. baby? And then she references, oh, you trying to say something about my wig? I said, oh, no. She trying to set my boy up. No, Mike. Come on, Mike. She trying to set you up. <laughs> So, but to piggyback over that as well as and answer your question with the magic part, I think the magic in it is that we are really doing the work, yes. right? We don't step in and then say, cut, okay, somebody else come and do this. Yes. You see a couple, not just a black couple, a couple that is universally appealing to the masses, right? It's positive. It's full of family. It's full of education. It's full of information, right? To where you can say, okay, I'm I, I, I'm used to this. This sounds familiar. This looks familiar. I'm tuning in. 
But I think what's, what it's good, too, is you also see a little bit of our mess. You know, you can tell I drive my husband crazy. Rashawn, you watch two episodes. You can tell I drive him crazy. Uh, see, uh, to Egypt, what you ain't going to do with my boy, Mike? He my boy now. My boy, Mike. So like I said, I just showed y'all two examples where she tried to set him up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, talk about, baby, I think I've eaten too much. I think I've eaten too much, baby. What do you think? Uh, is that, uh, uh, I'm not answering that question on TV. No, you ain't doing me like that, honey. You know, that's the fun part of what I'm talking about this relationship. Because that's what I do in my life, you know, because but it's captured on film organically. And I'm going to be real about it. It ain't even about race now. It's about right, enjoying right. a couple and that gives me information because I watch these shows. These are the type of shows that'll be running where you're at the car dealership sitting there waiting on your car. <laughs> these type of car, these type of shows that are running when you're waiting in the hospital lobby. These type of shows yeah. that are just running. They're so comfortable because they're so informative. Mm-hmm. And that's the part of it that I love because I love that part where, you know, you you walk them through the house, you know, you and that's the part where you know if people know what they're talking about. When you, because people, people really, you know, you about to, they about to give their life to you, and in some of these houses that you're walking in, you can't be so forceful that you feel like this is it or you're out. But that part, walk us through that whole part of the, creating that organic relationship, Mike, as a builder, because mm-hmm. she's the face of the, she's a dreamer, but you have to put it together. And then she comes yeah. in and she'll change on you. Well, I, I didn't want it like that. I'd be like, come on, baby. Don't do Mike like that on film. Don't do him like that on film. But he laughs at all. You really watch. I loved it. I, I loved it. I loved it. I, I loved it. When the floor was gold and the other floor was brown. The other flow with this, you go, oh, babe, don't worry, I got you, I got you. And she walked away, okay, mm-hmm. I, we'll, yeah. I'll be back. Walking, walking, walking in. I'm gonna just tell you a couple of things that really messed him up. She on a construction site, y'all. She walking there with heels on, open toes. <laughs> open toes, open toes. Here, well, of course, Mike said. You got to remember, Mike. My, my day, I, I might be with my real estate clients. I still need to look professional. They don't understand me coming in in work boots. I told her to keep some shoes in the car. Mike, yeah, talk to me. I'm talk to me, Mike. Down. Talk to me. Mike said, "Oh, you, you gonna get? You just gonna step on a nail? You just gonna step on a nail?" Rashawn, I thought I thought me and you were friends. Now you're taking his side. We will be right back with more money making conversation with Rashawn McDonald. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to midnight mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Now let's return to Money Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. I, I love the fact that the potential of who y'all are to me, I'm comfortable. I want to watch. I want to learn. I want to say, can I get that? Can I get them to do that to my house? That's when I know it's special because I'm going like, 
Because, you know, I've, I've, I've done a lot of remodeling. You know, I have people come to my house going, so how are they pulling that off? That, that, and it looks so beautiful. But again, like mm. I was saying, Mike, you are the builder. You know, she comes up with these pricings. Well, we can only do it for 100000 We can only do it for 93000 <laughs> And they don't know that the gas meter sitting over there, where the window going to be. You know what I'm saying? Don't know that, though. Yeah. You know, but she going to tell everybody, we're going to put a window there. Then you got to come in and go, hey, baby, there's a gas meter there. Uh, uh, well, take care, honey. I love you. Smooches. <laughs> Yeah, she she you know she'll give them um, the the vision. Yes, sir. The dream, and then I will uh, you know softly bring it back down to reality, make them feel comfortable, <laughs> um, allow them to trust me. You know, one with smart decisions, showing them how we can get there if for some reason they can't afford it, how we can get there for less. by doing for less, but by doing different options, right? Um, I think it's all about listening and letting them speak and let them be heard, allowing them to let you know exactly what they want. And then you coming in, you know, making it feel relatable. Right. You know, Sean, what I love about this man mm-hmm. and why why this works mm-hmm. is because he lets me be me. He knows that you're right. I, I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show everything in its purest potential. Um, and he'll let me live that out. Right. And then he'll humbly bring everybody back down to earth. <laughs> That's everything that he does. Right. He even, mm-hmm. I get car sick, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I have to drive. And that's when, when anybody's driving, even if someone sends a car with a driver for me, mm-hmm. I'm right. like, I don't know if I want, I want to drive because right. I get really car sick. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of men, Rashawn, wouldn't be comfortable with their wife behind the wheel. Right. If you right. know what I mean. <laughs> so for all, so for, um, for 17 and a half years, he'll sit in the passenger seat, but, and let me drive and be okay with that. Right. You know, and he's still the lead. He still leads our family. Even well, I got my foot on that second break. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Break. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Worried about that seven year itch. You know what I'm saying? That seven year itch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, the beauty of, uh, if we go through the episodes, you don't do this show alone. You have three mm-hmm. uh, wonderful children. They're girls. They're the part of the show. Andre's part of the show. Like I say, Yarko's part of the show. Talk about the overall casting and the need to organically, you know, mm-hmm. introduce your family. And like I said, I only saw the first two episodes, so more people are going to be introduced. What was the whole theory behind the introduction? Are you trying to just let everybody know this is us? Or what was the whole background behind that whole process? I think people had to kind of get to know us first, right? Yeah. Who who Egypt is, who Mike is, who we are as a couple, who we are as a family with our children. But really for our businesses to work, we could never do it alone. We got a whole army right. behind us. Yeah. Right. Um, and we want people to embrace them as well, normally, with normalcy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of got to ease them in, let you, let you learn everybody. So Andre is a designer friend of mine. He's super talented. Mm-hmm. He's done some of the biggest design houses in Atlanta and all over the country. Yeah. Uh, but but really, w- when everything's off and, and we let our hair down, he's one of my best friends. So he's the person that I call if I'm like, I can't figure out this room. Right. I need some input. Right. <laughs> you right. Know? And and when I'm I'm doing my, my child's room, it's like I want... I 
need second eyes, but Mike can't stand it. I, whenever my phone is dinging from my bank <laughs> notifications, right. I know Andre's at my house. <laughs> Andre has very high elite taste. You know, yeah, I yeah. do everything kind of yeah. on a budget yeah. on my own, yeah. but when yeah. he comes in, the price triples. Yes. So Mike's like, I love you, but you got to go, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the pricing and all that, because, you know, this is, we're not telling about the series, but that's, a, that's, that's where the experience comes in. That's when to walk <laughs> into a property and give an estimate of what it's going to take to get there. And Mike, I'm, I'm going to go to you as, as a builder, as a person who really is the nuts and bolts of renovation. How how's that process work for you that you trust your natural instincts or do you have a, a Rolodex? Did you just you go you, you fall back on to be able to make sure that you hit that number? Yeah. Well, a lot of relationships for one um, with subs, with a lot of big box stores, with a lot of friends, you know, so those relationships, I keep those in mind as I'm going through properties. But in this day and age where wood and materials are fluctuating in price and sometimes overpriced, I have to get creative, you right. know, where we go to refurbish properties or refurbish warehouses and use materials, or I use things that I may have in my warehouse, you know. We actually um, did that. We did yeah, we actually that. did that on some of the episodes where we reuse things mm-hmm. and repurpose them, right? Right. And make them look updated you know it's not always about let's let's demolish this and make a great scene it's about let's do the smart decisions that's going to make sense so we can hit that target yeah but Rashawn sometimes we got to give the bad news you know and the bad news is this is your budget but we just can't do it for Mm -hmm. that budget because the the reality is stuff's out of stock right now we're still in a pandemic and materials Mm -hmm. are sparse so you know it may cost 40% more than it would have cost last year or six six months ago Um, that's when I let him give the bad so material, <laughs> not only have materials went up, but the price of labor has went up as well. Right. So people are extremely shocked by pricing. So the, some of some of my clients that booked our company before the pandemic and they wanted to wait, they are now calling and getting sideswiped. You know, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. territory at this moment. Well, I'm talking to Egypt Sherrod. She's the queen. And uh, Mike Jackson, he's the king. And uh, you're married to real estate. It's, a, it's an exciting new show. It's a show. A reason I say it's exciting because they're refreshing. They're entertaining. I want to invite them into my home. You will invite them into your home. Uh, Discovery Plus, they're streaming right now. You don't know Egypt Shara. She has a, a buku amount of work. That's on mm-hmm. Discovery Plus right now. She is the expert. She's the queen. I've always Aww. respected her. My long this is not this is not being based on my long time relationship. When I mentioned her name in my house, my wife knew immediately who she was, and that was Aww. to me a testament that you know my wife respects you and wants to be excited about this new venture for you guys. More importantly, I just see a couple of new stars of TV that's going to like uh, take over the game. And and I'm going to tell you something. I'm humble when I say that because I'm blessed that I can say that. I couldn't say this five years ago. That's why times have changed. You guys are landing at the right time on TV. Is nothing on that show that I was not disappointed in. I was, it was funny. It was organic. It was natural. I felt like it was a couple just happens to have a camera following them around mm-hmm. on a, on a, on a, on a rebuild. That's all I saw. <laughs> that means a lot coming from yeah, you, Rashawn. We know you know talent. Uh, we know that you, you know, mm-hmm. you've helped mold talent as well. Um, and I, I actually remember a conversation. I don't know if you remember it, but I'm going to take you down memory lane just a little bit before mm-hmm. we go. I was working at WBLS in New York City. I mm-hmm. want to say this was about 
13 years ago, 12 yes, or 13 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, Rashawn, I got to keep this on the down low, but I'm thinking about making the move to Atlanta. Right. And I know that you're in Atlanta. What do you think? Is that a good move for me? And you said, come on, come over here to my office, which, by the way, happened to be like a little production clock <laughs> at, at that moment. <laughs> that moment. And, and you sat me down and you said, listen, this is the deal. Atlanta is for big dogs. Everybody's a star in Atlanta. Everybody's got something going on in Atlanta. You got some incredible young black entrepreneurs there. And so if you come in Atlanta, you got to have your stuff together. So you get your game plan first mm-hmm. and then you work your plan. Yeah. I don't know if you if you remember this conversation, but it sticks out to me because moving here from New York after cementing myself as a radio mm-hmm. personality there for many years was a big, bold move. And it was, you know, it, it took a lot of, you know, it took a lot of guts and, you know, for us to just say, we're going to take a chance and bet on ourselves mm-hmm. and rebuild in an entirely different city where we didn't know well, anybody. And so I'm gonna tell you was, so, it was a Egypt and I had several great all. conversations because, you know, she followed us, Steve Harvey and I, you know. And so we was always talking about ratings, always talking about winning, always talking about. But one thing I did like about us, she always had multiple streams of income. Yeah. See, right there, she was my friend. Because that's important in today's society to be able to wake up and realize you have options. And when I sat down, I remember that conversation because it's funny, Egypt. I get that a lot from people. Say, Rashawn, you remember when you told me this? And I, <laughs> I, I have an honest side of me that I'm going to tell you, look, you need to stay up here. This is it. But I knew that she had a sense of uh, a gift to be able to do more. But if you go down there, know what you're walking into because yeah. it's going to happen. And guess what? Everything's timed out right. It is the new Hollywood. You know, mm-hmm. the pricing's right. Y'all have a great show. I'm comfortable. Now I just got to get y'all to come by my house and remodel my balcony <laughs> over there. And we don't talk about that all fair. You know, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just making sure y'all don't. Hey, hey Mike, I'm just making sure you don't end Zoom. You know, you know, you, know, you end these calls and then you go, bye, bye. I said, oh, oh, he said he's going to give me his number. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Oh, but no, I, again, watch this show. It's, it's streaming right now. It's streaming right now on Discovery Plus. Married to Real Estate. Stars are Egypt Sherrod, my man Mike Jackson. Thank you for coming on Monday Making Conversations. Oh, we love you. We love you. Well, Thank let's you also time. say this. It airs tomorrow night. Well, no, this thing. On HGTV. He, he may be running this for oh, you. Really see, 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 Mike, 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 Mike. You need to be quiet. You need to be quiet. You know what I'm saying? It's right there. See, TV person don't know. Oh, 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 oh. It premieres tomorrow night. Man, you streaming nowadays. You streaming. I'm, I'm helping him out. You got to help him out. This will run next week. It going to run in the uh, in, in March. It going to run in the summer. We going to keep getting downloads and views. You need to be quiet. I don't even know. I, I'm, I, I'm tired of uh, Egypt, it was so nice talking to you. Okay, I'm glad you did. Uh, you did. Uh, the, 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 we say you did the Good Morning America Today Show. You did it by yourself, right? Did it by yourself. <laughs> we did the Today Show ah, together. Together, he talked too much. He talked too much. <laughs> I love y'all both. Again, it's streaming. It's streaming right now on Discovery Plus. Watch it. Daytime, nighttime, midnight. It's just on. This ain't old TV when you got to watch at 8 o'clock. It's on right now. Just turn on and click it. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? 
it's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep tight stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beautiful show, beautiful family, a great real estate show about remodeling, renovation, getting the right value for the right couple to change their lives. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations Masterclass. We will be right back with more Money Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald from Money Making Conversation with your daily Minute of Inspiration. Coach Deion Sanders talks about his purpose, passion, and his peace on a recent show. Purpose is tied to my passion. You know, if I'm not passionate about it, it cannot be my purpose. Mm -hmm. And God blesses what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And some things I want to do, but it ain't me. I would love to do it, but it ain't me. And you got to decipher in your life between which are you really passionate about and God will bless it or things that you want to do. It's like deciding between needs and wants. Once upon a time, I used to go and get whatever I wanted because I had, you know, that type of cash and you could get whatever you wanted. Now it's all about your needs. You still have the resources. I still have the finances to do it. But now I'm more importantly focused on my needs. If you want to listen to this full interview with Coach Deion Sanders, it's available on MoneyMakingConversations.com. 
Whether your event needed one room or an entire conference center, Hopin has revolutionized the way people come together. With Hopin, you can host a fully-fledged digital meetup complete with one-on-one meetings, hands-on sessions, and expo booths. And because everything is hosted in a single, easy-to-use platform, it can be as big or small as you want, remain convenient for anyone who wants to attend, and give you access to data you never would have known otherwise. Visit Hopin.com to learn more and get started. Now let's return to Money-Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. My guest, Tatiana Ali, has a journey. A Harvard grad, actress, singer. Her resume includes The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Love That Girl, the CBS soap opera Young and the Restless, and many, many more. And But on this show today, she's going to talk about a new Lifetime original movie, Banished, Searching for My Sister, which premieres Saturday, January 22nd on Lifetime, 8 p.m., 7 central, Here's the great thing about it. You're going to see Tatiana like you've never seen her before. She plays the role of twins, Jada and Kayla, who could not be more opposite. I've seen the movie. As they say, if you have four stars, I'm giving it all four, plus a little pinky for a plus. It's really that good. So please welcome the Money Making Conversation as we explore her life and talk to my friends at HBCU, talk to my friends across the country, as well as about black excellence, and she does exemplify that. The movie Vanished, Searching for My Sister, the star, Tatiana Ali. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. There's always a journey in uh, in your career, especially you starting at such a young age, and that's one of the one reasons I wanted to bring you on the show because, you know, we've seen so many tragic stories of young people not being able to get over the hump. I've been fortunate. I've written sitcoms, Robert Townsend, Sister Sister, uh, Jamie Foxx's and the Parkers. So I've, I've worked with young talent and you're a young talent. You're still finding yourself in this business. Talk about starting in this business and being able to survive in this business, Tatiana. Um, I think for, for young people, especially um, it's hard to, you know, have a career and just go through the natural challenges of growing up. And young performers need all of the support that, you know, every other child needs. Right. And sometimes, you know, we 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 tend to be precocious, mm-hmm. right? Um, usually intelligent, <laughs> um, artistic, and are able to take on a lot of responsibility. And I think, you know, even people that I've known in my life um, growing up who were also actors um, who necessarily didn't do so well in life afterwards, mm-hmm. um, you need that support system mm-hmm. and you need somebody to sometimes treat you like a child and tell you no, mm-hmm. guide you, rear you. Um, I think all that responsibility that we kind of exude right. you, fools people into thinking that we're okay when we're not okay or that we need less than we actually need. And I'm lucky if, if, you know, if I have been successful in life, which I feel, I feel happy with my life. Um, That's all because of my family. You know, my parents, they could care less about (laughs) uh, entertainment or fame. Mm -hmm. Um, They really raised me to, hopefully be courageous enough to just do what I love, whatever that is. And right. so my pride and my understanding of self is not really wrapped up in what I do. I, I exist outside of it, you know, acting, performing. That's just what I do. It's not, it doesn't make up all of me. 
And I think that's allowed me to thrive. Right. You know, for the with the highs and the lows of my career. You know, it's always interesting when um, when you get in entertainment because people kind of short because you use the word intelligence, it's smarts. Because some mm-hmm. people tend to think that's there's a limit to their abilities. And that's why I made sure I put Harvard grad. If you had to put Harvard grad, actress, singer, which one of those three would you be most proud and be willing to brag about the most? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, I was talking to my husband about this because, you know, Lonnie Guarnier just passed. Mm-hmm. She's a Harvard law professor. I knew about her growing up. You know, she worked in, uh, I think it was Bill Clinton's administration. And I remember my first week at Harvard and she had just started her professorship there. And I saw her walk across campus. And like, I've never, I've been, I've been kind of like starstruck twice in my life. Mm -hmm. And they weren't entertainers. (laughs) One was Macy Jameson. Mm-hmm. I met her in an NAACP wow, function when okay. I was like 11. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to go to space camp when mm-hmm. I was a kid. That was like, <laughs> she was everything. Like I had her poster on my wall. And then the second time was when I saw Lottie Guineer on campus. And I don't know what it is. I think, I think there's something about those women, you know, exceeding, the expectations of their society kind of like just going after their dreams. And then also giving so much to others in their work Mm -hmm. that that is what impressed me as a, as a, as a young woman. And so, so in that, thinking about that maybe (laughs) maybe going to school is the thing that I'm like hey I'll do that because it was the thing that I really had to uh I was very deep in my music and Mm -hmm. in touring yes you were at the time that I got accepted and I remember very distinctly having a meeting you know a 17 year old girl in a meeting with all these executives saying guess what I just got accepted (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to these different places and I want to go and them going, what do you mean you want to go? Why do you need that? If you do that, then you can't do this, which I'm so happy to see that now that's just kind of an unacceptable thing to say to a young person. But yes. I think, yes. you know, back yes. then mm-hmm. it really was, people really thought like, oh, school is something to fall back on. And I always had this very deep just like an intuitive understanding that why wouldn't you want me to go to school? Why would you, why, why would an artist not need to be educated? Right. Why would you not need to know what you're saying, what you're contributing, how? And so, yeah, that was a long answer. to your well, question, you know, the, the beauty of it I is that, like school. my degree is in mathematics, you know, my minors in sociology. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so when I was, mm-hmm. whenever I tell people, despite all the success I have, you know, whether it's managing Steve Harvey or Stephen A. Smith or doing movies or uh, sitcoms. When I tell people I have a math degree, it almost shuts the room down a little bit. Huh? And so so because people don't expect that. They expect what they expect when you say if you're an athlete. You know, that's why I applaud LeBron James so much. I applaud you because one can't stay in that lane. 
Because sometimes that lane can box you in because people can throw fear at you saying, no, 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 no. If you go through this, you can't do this. And guess right. what? You went there, did that. And guess what? I'm interviewing about a very great movie on Lifetime Original called Vanish, Searching for My Sister. So it didn't stop you from achieving a continued level of success in the entertainment world. That's why I really feel it's a blessing. And, you know, my question is just to ask and just to get you to think about it, because I commend you. I, I applaud you I, because that's a decision you had to make. You had to get up. You had to open up that book. You had to stay committed and you could have turned and ran off. And so I don't want to do this. Just ooh, Lord, find me a stage, find me a script so I can go on by my that little short term success you know you can get in and then whoa i'm a star again but you walked on that campus and basically became a student and that's a blessing yeah it was um and it was a it was a culture shock because all of a sudden <laughs> you know well i i had been working for so long and and going to school at the same time mm -hmm. but i had tutors mm -hmm. i had you know i was in studio school so all of a sudden to be given a syllabus i was like what <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I remember even what I wore, like I had two types of clothes right. in my wardrobe. I had rehearsal clothes <laughs> and, I, and athleisure wasn't a thing then, you know what I'm right, saying? So right, I had right. my rehearsal clothes and then I had like super fancy, like show outfits. <laughs> so I even had to go and like go to the store with my mom when we first got, you know, into Cambridge and like just buy some jeans. Right, right, right. <laughs> like just be normal. Just, just dress regular. So, They're not the style. I really, I love yeah. the fact you said you had two outfits because basically in the movie Vanish, you're playing two roles. Mm -hmm. And basically it's two outfits there. It's one of this humble, you know, studious type person. That's why I love this thing because it kind of blends your life, you know, because you were this, 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 this outrageous, not to say outrageous, but you was this actor, this entertainer. That was kind of like one twin sister. And then mm -hmm. this, 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 this Harvard student was the other sister. So basically, I'm not saying basically you live this life, but now you was living it to the extremes in a movie. What, what attracted you to this project? I, I love the idea of, well, it's it's actually based on a true story. So right. um, a, a woman actually did do this. Her twin sister had disappeared. Her her twin was um, an ex addict. She had a had a harder life than right. than um, than her sister. And um, but they were very very close. And her sister went missing. And her her twin, the twin that remained, um, just would not allow her sister to not have justice right. or to not be found. And I loved that part of the story, especially, you know, um, black women disappear a lot. A lot of people have been talking about that. Yes. And, you know, the efforts that are made to find them or to find out what happened to him sometimes just aren't there. And I think that was the case with this woman and she just wouldn't stand for that. She made sure that her sister's life mattered. And I, I was really attracted to that. I also was really attracted to just the <laughs> challenge of playing these two totally different women Yes, yes. who grew up in the same home, but right. took completely different paths in life. Um, that was really exciting and also kind of scary because I've never I've never done anything like that before. And the the sister who's an ex addict, Kayla, <clears throat> I very rarely get the opportunity to play um, women like that. And I really 
I loved her. I wish I could have played her more in the in the movie, actually. Well, you know, the, the, I thought you kind of played a you you did a great job because I, you got to play both sides of it. And the thing about it that I enjoy because I've been fortunate to, you know, do that twin role production wise, and I know, mm-hmm. it, and you have to you have to do the lines and you have to do the other lines. You it's really it looks like it's easy, but it's really difficult. And what time did you you know when you're dealing with that split personality? And, and, and laying it out, what challenges did you face in playing both roles, especially when you the characters were talking to each other? Yeah, there's, um, it's, you know, a million challenges differentiating <laughs> the two. You know, the, the work that I would usually do going into a film, the character development, that's all of that is times two. Right. And then times three, because I then am alone working on the relationship between the two sisters. Usually, you know, I might have my guesses or my instincts of what a relationship is in a a story, but I have another actor that I can, uh, you know, consult with and and vibe (laughs) off of and figure it out with. But with them, you know, it's just me (laughs) creating this relationship. (laughs) I worked with really great Mm stand-ins who, um, they were just excellent and just like with their, with me on that. Um, but yeah, the split screen work was, that was a beast. And, you know, we made this movie in three weeks, which right. is, it's a truncated schedule to be playing two characters. And so there were many days where I was um, both Kayla and Jada on the same day. And I really relied on makeup and hair and and the costumers who were incredible to just, I love the makeup and hair room. That's like my safe space. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you, this <laughs> so series, when I would switch from one to the other, they yeah. were just, they were, I had the most beautiful yeah. souls to work with and, and help me through that. If anybody is ever questioning the athleticism of Tatiana Ali, not in this, once you watch this particular movie, this young lady <laughs> jumps over a hedge. I mean, I, 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 I fell out. I, you know, I played it back. I played it back. Played. I laughed so. I said, "Wow, this is this is awesome." You jumped over that bush. You know, it, it, you know the thing about it is, I loved it because that's how, as you should say, a black woman acts when they see their babies in danger. You exactly. reacted like a black woman, like my mama, like my sister. See somebody out there messing with their kids, child. You got out there. Now, let's talk about, was that was that just a, because uh, was it in the way? Could you have went around that scene? It was amazing. It was, it was great, Tatiana. I'm not even telling you. It was amazing that you did it. It felt so real. It felt like you were in the moment and it sold that scene. It's funny that you bring that up because when we were shooting it, I remember the director going, well, you know, he was kind of, he was like, we got this. He's like, I want you to come out the door and I just want you to make a beeline. I don't want you to go to the sidewalk. That's too, it seems too far. What do you think? But this hedge is in the way and maybe we could just have them cut it down or something so you could run through it. I was like, do you know what I would do? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I'm a mom. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Even before I was a mom, I had a puppy who ended up on the outside of, of a fence. <laughs> Luckily, my children have never been in this kind of dangerous situation, so I haven't had that experience yet. Or, you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. I, I, I I pray that I won't. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I had a puppy who was outside a much taller fence. Right. And the traffic was rushing back and forth. And I jumped over that, I mean, fence. It was about <laughs> four feet tall. And got my puppy and then was locked out of my house. Like, how did I do that? <laughs> I can't get back in. We will be right back with more money-making conversation with Rashawn McDonald. Before there was the podcast, there was radio. Before that, the stage. And before that, well, you get the idea. Things evolve, technology changes, and we do too. So now we can listen to a show wherever, whenever, however. Why should our work be any different? Why can't we work with more freedom, more flexibility, more choices? That's how Slack works. It's a digital headquarters that works how you work. And Slack is where the future works. Now let's return to Money Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. I'm telling you something. I'm talking to Tata and Ali. The, the, the athletic, the Olympic, you know, the, the, uh, the hurdler, the hurdler, the hurdler. You know, talking about her new movie, Lifetime, which premieres Saturday, January 22nd. Vanished, searching for my sister. I, I, you know, let me tell you something. When I, I, I watch a lot of movies, read a lot of books, I, I, I always get a kick out of moments like this where they seem, you know, all I'm just saying is this. You were so natural when you did that moment. It, it sold me. Not only I was bought in, I bought into the, the movie, but that moment showed me a level of commitment because, you know, you could just see some people when they try to do something they're not used to doing. When you did that, I went, wow, I didn't expect that. But guess what? Her children were in danger. And yeah, then you had some yeah. great, great, great other people starring in this. But girl, Jasmine Guy and mm. uh, Tretch, Naughty by Nature fame. That fool yeah. right there, boy. You know, I, like I said, let's, let's talk about acting with them. I know you have a history with them. You, we've seen them all on TV and movies over the years and watching them performing on stage in the case of Tretch. Talk about bringing that all together because it really did sell a CD community Versus the world that you lived in, it allowed you to understand. And also, I felt danger for you. I felt that you were, you were stepping too far out, young lady. <laughs> you need to shut it down. You need to shut it down. Do you know where you at? So talk about that. those experiences and allowing them to build that, real, that culture of credibility to you walking both worlds. I, I just absolutely loved this cast, every, every single body. I mean, every single person. Um, Tretch, who is, you know, I think the first time I met him, I was like 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. um, and he is just the kindest. He's so lovely. And he, there's actually a scene in the club where he sort of, you know, gr grips up my character against a wall. And... Mm -hmm. He's such a good actor. I, I, you know, after they yelled cut, I had to take some time because he really scared me. Um, he really did. He was just, he was so, so incredible. And not just on set, but the way it reads on camera. Um, uh, even when you watch it, he's, he can be terrifying. He's a very good actor and he's not like that at all in, in real life. Jasmine, this was my, this is the third time I've gotten a chance to work with her, but mm -hmm. definitely the most intimately that I've worked with her before. Mm -hmm. And it's hard sometimes to not like fan, fan out on somebody, even though <laughs> I've worked with her before. Yes. But you know, I'm in these intense scenes with her and I'm thinking about like, 
um, Harlem Nights. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. She's just this phenomenal, like, powerhouse mm-hmm. actor. And actually, that role was meant for a man initially. That's how it was written. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't change anything. They just brought her into it. And she mm-hmm. just, she kills it. She killed it. I loved, I loved working with her. So any, that's the thing is like any kind of difficulty or whatever that I was having um, or, or the challenge that I was having playing the two characters, once I got to set and I just worked with all of these incredible actors that are in it, um, yeah, it could, it, you could, I could just play. We know the interesting thing about the whole reason I bring up the other, whether it's Tretch and the other people who are performing in this particular, this wonderful movie, is that I felt your frustration, okay? It had credibility. I, I felt when you felt they, doing, they weren't doing enough, I felt you had crossed the line many times, but if you crossed the line many times, and so that, that, that tells me good acting, good directing, good uh, good character development and overall the project sold me on the fact that you just wanted justice for your sister mm-hmm. and and also for her daughter also for your daughter and it was a love story I, I I felt it was a love story wrapped into this in a C line a C level storyline that I that in the end it plays itself out and uh talk about that because I felt that you know we kind of miss when you get into these stories that are tied to violence, but it was a love story to me in your relationship with your ex. Yeah, that was an interesting um, a part of this. My the 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 main character Jada, um, her ex husband. You know, they have a very strange relationship. They they certain they have a they have a love for each other, but right. their relationship didn't work out. And um, it, over over the course of the story, you know, at first he's an antagonist to what she's trying to do. He's like, you are not being a mother right now and you're spiraling. Yes. And I think at at one, well, I won't tell that part, but um, they end up, you know, he ends up really coming through, I think, in a way that that was probably missing in their relationship before. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I, I like that part of the story, that sort of family part of the story. Not with her husband, with her daughter, with her niece, just this, you know, I don't know, like the way we love. <laughs> I like seeing that. Black love. Black love. I, 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 like I, I, I enjoyed it. seeing it. I enjoy he's a handsome guy. You're a very beautiful young lady playing a role that the, the, the child who plays your daughter is incredibly beautiful. It was just really, that, that's what I love about what I enjoy seeing television nowadays. You know, there's the, the diversity in the, the commercials mm-hmm. and the acting and there are roles that I knew black people wouldn't be having five years ago and now being cast in. And I can enjoy myself yeah. watching these love stories. They're not, they're not a one-off. They're not doing black history month or not doing June, doing Juneteenth celebration. I can watch them anytime. This is this is probably the most fun I've ever had during these Christmas break because I saw so many wonderful cast, black led 
casted roles by blacks who were just being themselves and then to see you, a wonderful talent. And that's what that's the black excellence I really teach and talk about to my my listeners who are on HBCU campuses. I'm fortunate to broadcast on 18 HBCU campuses, 69 stations uh, nationwide. But those 18 HBCU campuses from, from Howard to Clark Atlanta University, Spelman to Texas Southern to Boone Cookman, FAMU. So I have such a mm. wonderful reach. What are your thoughts when you talk about black excellence as we close out this interview, Tatiana? You 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 started as a young person. You you your 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 wife, your your mother. You are an incredible actress who's made this transition. You're educated. You got a degree. What is black excellence? Black excellence to me is having the courage to. Be, being courageous enough to um, <laughs> to dream your mm-hmm. your most outlandish dreams, yes. and then not only dream them, but to set out and manifest them and make them real. Yes. And you know. Oftentimes, the really outlandish dreams are the ones that affect your community, affect the world, um, also affect your family. Mm -hmm. They're not just your own good fortune when you materialize them, when you're able to make them come true. They they bubble over and they, um, you know, change the world around you. My goodness. She's a track star. She's a singer. She's an actress. <laughs> uh, no, she was a hurdler. I'm telling y'all something. Will y'all see that moment? Put put it on pause. Play it back. It is actually her, Tatiana Ali, brilliantly acting. What you didn't movie. what you didn't see was uh was was <laughs> was the hot tub I needed after I did. <laughs> oh my I'm just, I'm just don't, 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 don't let her understand that because I'm telling you something when she leaped that giant hedge I'm telling you it's not a low hedge it's just a hedge I just went I, I'm telling you something it was one of the great moments of me watching television and film to watch a brilliant young actress uh, just just do what she has to do to just sell her character and uh, she plays two characters in this series Jada and Kayla in the wonderfully uh, Lifetime original movie Vanish Searching for My Sister which premieres January 22nd 8pm 7 Central thank you Tatiana for taking the time to talk to my fan base talk to me what a great interview i really appreciate you thank you so much i appreciate you too and much love to everybody out there stay safe mm-hmm. and keep your head up doing all this i know that's we're right. gonna make it through and you know you got a home out here at rushaw mcdonald money making conversation any project you do whether it's charity solo whatever bring it over to the home over here okay and i appreciate yes, you. I'll, yes yes <laughs> absolutely thank you bye-bye we talk soon bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Money-Making Conversations with Rashawn McDonald. Please join us next week. And always remember, lead with your gifts. Money-Making Conversations is a presentation of 3815 Media Incorporated. You are now tuned into the Money-Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. Hi, Rashawn McDonald from Money-Making Conversations Masterclass with your daily Minute of Inspiration. Former guest Nick Cannon talked about investing in himself. I had to invest my own money. 
I know. You know against my agent <laughs> and my managers. Everybody said, don't do it. It's not going to make sense. Mm-hmm. And what is an improv, hip-hop, comedy show? Right. And so I rented out a comedy club in L.A., got all my friends together. You know, people that nobody had ever heard of at the time. I was just trying to hook my friends up with jobs. And now these guys are multi-millionaires today. Um, but, yeah, and, and then, you know, we cut to 200 episodes later. Like you said, it's just a brand that doesn't stop because it speaks to a generation. And, again, and even in that world of comedy, it's just showing that it's a new form of comedy. You know, elevating a brand. If you want to listen to this full interview with Nick Cannon, it's available on moneymakingconversations.com. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.